Hey there, and welcome to Soul Church. Our prayer is that this message encourages you wherever you may be in life. We've been hearing so many stories about what God is doing in people's lives, and we'd love to hear yours. So take a second and send your story to stories at soulchurch.com. Thanks again for joining us today, and we hope that you enjoy the message. God bless. We're going to just come around the Christmas message for 2023. Now, who loves getting into the Christmas spirit? Who's in the Christmas spirit? I think part of the Christmas spirit is definitely coming out to church on Christmas Eve. And we love the Christmas spirit in the Norman family, the turkey, the trimmings, Heart FM Christmas, bread sauce, mince pies. I mean, you name it. Has anyone got any family Christmas traditions? No one's got a family Christmas tradition. One of the Norman family Christian traditions is we are going to watch Home Alone tonight. Anyone else watch Home Alone on Christmas Eve? Bit of a Christmas tradition. Anyone looking forward to their favorite mother-in-law coming for her free lunch? (laughs) Did you hear about the employee who asked his boss for the Christmas week off to visit his mother-in-law? Certainly not, the boss said. The employee replied, thank you so much, boss. I knew you'd understand. Anyone else enjoy the Christmas Day cracker jokes? This is one we got this week. What kind of motorcycle does Santa ride? A Holly Davidson. You got it, didn't you? Why was the turkey turkey in a band? He was the only one with drumsticks. All right, I am, am, yeah, I'm winging it this year. Do you know, every year it seems that Christmas starts a little bit sooner. The tree goes up a little bit quick. Anyone, anyone put their tree up in November? Where's all the November tree people? Wow. Can I even dare say October? October, October. <coughs> September? All right, yeah. We got a prayer support team out there. The sweets appear in the shops a little bit quicker. Then the big day comes tomorrow. And then the big day goes. And the problem with the Christmas spirit is it doesn't last. Because on January the 6th, all the lights come down, the trees get put away, the decorations go back in the shed, and life goes back to what was. And often the Christmas spirit can be replaced with a depressed spirit or a moody spirit. People get down, it's cold, and nothing foreseeable in the future. Why? Because the Christmas spirit is a seasonal spirit. It comes and it goes. And I don't want to focus on a Christmas spirit today because I think marketing does a pretty good job for that, for all of us. I want to talk about the spirit of Christmas. Because the spirit of Christmas is different to a Christmas spirit. Because the spirit of Christmas is the spirit of Christ. The word Christmas has Christ hidden in there. And we need to remember that the Christmas spirit which we love was actually started by the spirit of Christ. Romans chapter 15 verse 17, we've been in this series as a church called the spirit of Christmas. says, may the God of hope, which we talked about first week, fill you with all joy, which Rachel spoke about last week, and peace which we're going to talk about this morning as we trust in him. And the good news about 
the spirit of Christmas is we don't have to pack it down on January the 6th. We don't have to put hope or peace or joy in a box and then take it out again October, November next year. The spirit of Christmas, which is hope and joy and peace, can actually travel with us for 2024. As we prayed a few moments ago, our world is pretty broken and messed up right now. Sometimes I don't even want to turn on my TV to see some of the horrors that will unfold in front of our eyes. So much pain, so much brokenness, so much despair. And it's at times like these where we need to reflect on the words of Christ. John 14, 27 says, My peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Jesus would actually have not used the word peace here. He would have used the word shalom. Shalom is a very rich word. And there isn't an English word that can truly, fully describe its power. It means completeness, safety, soundness, health, welfare, quiet, tranquility, contentment, and peace. So when Jesus spoke these words, as I speak them over you this Christmas, this is what he would have said. My completeness, my safety, my soundness, my welfare, my health, my prosperity, my tranquility, my contentment, and my peace I leave with you. I do not give to you just like the world does. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. According to the words of Christ here, peace represents four things. I'm gonna quickly share, with them, share them with you over this message. The first one is this, that Christ's peace is a gift. It says, my peace I give you. I'm hoping that you're gonna receive lots and lots of presents tomorrow. And, uh, but the greatest Christmas gift we can ever receive is the gift of peace. Thing is with a gift is we can't earn it. I know we tell our kids if you behave really well, Santa will bring you something, and that is true. Okay, but the reality is with this gift, we can't earn it. It's not about if you do good, you get good. That's not the message of Christ. The message of Christ is we can receive it because it's a gift that we cannot earn. And God's perfect peace is on offer to all of us today. Despite, and I know 2023 has been a rough, tough year for many of you. Despite what has happened in your family, in your circumstances, your business, the spirit, the true spirit of Christmas, which is Christ's perfect peace, is a gift that you can receive this morning. Peace is a gift. The second thing that peace is, is peace is not happiness. Peace is not happiness. Jesus said this, he says, I do not give to you as the world gives. Worldly peace is happiness. And we find happiness in things, in stuff. We buy a new car or a new watch or we buy something new and it gives us happiness for a short period of time, but then that happiness wears off. So the only way to get more happiness is to buy something else or to do something else, to go somewhere else. And we need more, but God's peace is different. You see, happiness is based on happening, but on happenings, but peace is based on promises. And the promise is this Christmas. Maybe Santa won't bring you what you want. You have a decision to make. But Christ's peace, the gift of peace, is eternal and it's internal. God's promises are everlasting. The third thing is this is peace is a choice. We have to choose peace. 
Jesus said, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. Twice Jesus says these words, do not. We have to daily choose not to lose our peace. You know, it's a lot easier to manage not losing our peace than losing your peace and trying to regain it again. Make a choice every day, say, I'm not going to lose my peace, is a lot easier than if you lose your peace than to try and get it back. And this is the challenge that Jesus laid out to do not. Because this Christmas, there will be opportunities in our families. Maybe there'll be challenging family that arrive on our doorstep. There will be challenging times where we have opportunities to lose our peace. Because someone will rub us up the wrong way or someone will say something. But we have to make a choice today that we will not lose our peace this Christmas. I was getting my car cleaned on Friday and um, I was in Castle Quarter, and I drove out. I was very happy with the, the car cleaning. A lovely little Iranian lad cleaned my car. He was such a, such a good lad, and I drove away. And when I, when I drove out, I went 45 minutes, and I went up to the new building, and uh, went on my way. I was, I was on the way to a Christmas lunch. And I was on the way, and I looked down, and on my key ring was not only my car key, but somebody else's. Somebody else's. Someone had put someone else's car key on mine, and I'd driven off for 45 minutes. And just for a minute, I lost my peace. Because who knows, who's got their days planned? Who likes to plan things? You do not plan in those moments, do you? You do not plan in drive 45 minutes back to the car wash and hand the keys back to the rightful owner of the Renault. And if it was your Renault, you need to say thank you, okay? So I called the company. And they said, uh, yeah, no problem, we'll have one of the lads, they'll run up to the top of the castle quarter and you can pass the key. I said, no problem. So I get to castle quarter and there's no one there. I called him, he said, no, he's standing right there. He's outside Purple Bay. So I'm standing, I can't see a Purple Bay, but I'm standing there, he's coming, it's not coming. I called him back, I said, are we on the right, are we, are we talking to the right piece? He says, yeah, this is Nottingham. I said, yes, this is Norwich. He said, well, I'm really sorry. He says, they've got no car signal down there. You'll have to take the key in. I'm already stuck in traffic. I'm now an hour late for my Christmas lunch, and I, my peace is evaporating. <laughs> Just being honest, some of you really calm people would have been like, but I'm like, I can't, because someone is trying to get home to their family, and I've got their key. So anyway, eventually I got in there, and I really felt the Spirit of Christ say this, keep your peace. Keep your peace. Managed to find the guy, parked up in somewhere else, gave him the key, drove back out, and I was two hours late. I missed my Christmas lunch. But, trust me, don't, don't, oh, there's plenty of food around. Okay, I don't need any more Christmas lunch. But here's the thing. I made a decision. I wasn't going to lose my peace. And I was very close to. And you know, I want to encourage this Christmas. Hold on to your peace. Because things might not go the way you want tomorrow. Things may not play along. Someone might say something. But make a decision today to hold on to peace. You see, real peace isn't what's happening around us. Real peace is what's happening inside of us. It's interesting, Jesus said, let not your hearts be troubled. Heart is what's happening inside of us. Exodus chapter 14, verse 14 says, the Lord will fight for you, and you should hold your peace. 
God wants us to hold on to our peace, even in chaos. How many of us have wasted so many good days of our lives because we haven't held on to our peace? Christ's desire for our lives is to live this Christmas and into 2024 to walk and live in peace. God's already given us peace. It's our choice whether we receive it, and it's our choice whether we walk in it. John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give with you. Number four and finally is this, peace is a path. Peace is a path, it's a journey. Luke 1, 79 says this, guide our feet into the path of peace. Who would agree that owning something and using something are very different? All right, a real honesty moment in church. Has anyone ever owned a gym membership but never used it? <laughs> right, I'm gonna try that one more time because I feel if you're gonna lie anywhere, don't do it in church, okay? Who has ever owned a gym membership and not used it? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You see, it's not until you use your gym membership that you receive the benefits of your gym membership. <laughs> the gift of peace does not work until we use it. And the path of peace has three stops. Because I want to walk in peace. Who wants to walk in peace this Christmas? You know what the Bible says? It says, blessed are the peacemakers. Peacemakers. As children of Christ, one of our roles is to create peace. The world seems to be able to do a really good job at creating chaos. Our job is to create peace. Peace in the office, peace in the home, peace in the family, peace wherever we go. God has called you and I to be peacemakers. So God wants us to walk this path of peace. How do we do that? Number one is this we've got to have peace with ourselves. Peace with ourselves. It's amazing how quickly we fall off the path of peace because we stop seeing ourselves how God sees us. You know, we all have faults. We all make mistakes. More than likely, your faults are no better or worse than anyone else's. But if I focus on what's wrong with me, I soon forget what Jesus has done for me. So many times we focus all the times we got it wrong in 2023, we said something, we did something, we went somewhere, we looked at something. We get so focused. You know what happens when we become self-focused? We lose our peace. We lose our peace. You know the enemy wants you to wake up every morning with all your mistakes from yesterday. You know a lot of people are afraid even to get out of the house because of their mistakes. So I've got a decision to make. I can choose to believe what I think about me, I can choose to believe what others think about me, or I can choose to believe what God thinks about me. And this is what God thinks about you. He says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are his, the Bible says we are the apple of his eye. We are a treasure in his sight. Now we get to choose how we view ourselves. We can view ourselves in our shame, our guilt, and our mistakes, 
We can view ourselves how, how maybe others perceive us through the lens of social media, or we can view ourselves through how God sees us. And today, I choose to remember that I am a child of God. Despite my mistakes, my poor choices, the times I messed it up, my God, my Heavenly Father, He still loves me. He still treasures me. He still got a plan for me. And that's how I see me. We choose that today. He loves us unconditionally. The first step to a path of peace is to be at peace with ourselves. The second step is to be at peace with others. John 15, 12 says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. So often we can go through life, go through the year, holding on to grudges, holding on to pain, holding on to... You know, people hurt us, people let us down, people say things, people tweet things, people say cruel things online about us. And we can view our lives from the point of others. We can hold on to things. But the problem is when we hold on to things, this is what happens, it steals our peace. You know what? I wanna be just really honest here today. As we head out of an old year into a new year, why don't we let it go? Why don't we choose to let it go? As Ilsa said, let it go. Let it go. You see, letting it go doesn't make them right, but it sets you free. And God wants you and I to walk the path of peace in freedom, but it's a decision to let it go. But John, you don't know what they've done, and you're right, I don't know what they've done. You don't know what they've said, and you're right, I don't know what they've said. But I'm actually not thinking about them, I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about you. Because I want 2024 to be your best year yet. We can't have our best year yet if we're holding on to what others think or say about us. And thirdly, the path of peace comes from peace with God. Romans 5.1 says, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know, I've done these the wrong way around purposefully, but to find peace with others and peace with yourself actually begins by having peace with God. See, the peace of God is a gift. We get to accept it. And today, when you make your peace with God, it's like a gift exchange. You give God your stresses, your worries, your pains, your heartaches, and in exchange, He gives you His peace. You give Him your loneliness, and you say, God, I, I'm kind of just in such a state. And He'll come and He'll exchange the stresses, the anxious thoughts, the worries, and He'll fill you with His peace. And that is the message of Christmas. That is the spirit of Christmas. To hold on to peace in a world that's offering very little. Right now, we're gonna take a time and we're just gonna reflect on some of those words from Christ that I've just spoken and the team have prepared this beautiful item, Oh Holy Night. And you can sing along, the words will come up on the screen as well if you want to, but also, just think about that, those, some of those things I talked about, holding on to peace and peace with yourself, peace with others, and then peace with God.
Thank you for listening. I want to just pray right now. I want to pray a prayer of peace over you and your family this Christmas. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. So much fear in the world right now, so much uncertainty. But we can leave here today with the assurance of the greatest gift of them all, the gift of peace. And I want to pray, first of all, for anyone who has never made their peace with God. Maybe you've never asked Jesus to become the Lord and the Savior of your life. We never close a service at Soul Church without giving people an opportunity to make their peace. So many people say to me, John, I'll never be good enough for God to love me. You're in really good company because none of us are good enough. That's why God sent Jesus. He sent him to this earth to forgive us of our sins, to give us a brand new start. You see, we weren't designed, we weren't created to go through life alone. Because when we go through alone, we make a bit of a mess of it. We were designed to go through life with Jesus beside of us, beside us. And he loves you, my friend. He has a plan, he has a purpose, and ultimately he has a destiny for your life. But it begins by opening up your heart to Jesus and receiving that gift that we talked about. This is where the gift exchange takes place. We give him our pain, our hurts, our past. The Bible calls it our sin. And in replace, he gives us his forgiveness, his love, and his peace and hope. So I'm gonna ask everyone just to, just to quietly close their eyes and I'd love to know who I'm praying for. You say, John, I wanna receive the gift of peace. Receive Jesus into my heart. I'd love to pray for you. When I get to three, all I'd like you, I'm gonna to count to three, all I'd like you to do is just slip up your hand. Just long enough and high enough so I can see it. So I know who I'm praying for today. You say, John, pray for me. I accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. From the front to the back, the left to the right. One, he loves you. Two, he's got a plan for your life. Three, would you have the courage just to slip up your hand and say, pray for me. God bless you. 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 God bless you, young man. God bless you. God bless you. Right at the back. Good on you. God bless you. We're going to say this prayer out loud together as a family. Repeat it after me. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me to forgive all my sin and failures so that I can have a brand new start. Please come into my life and help me by the power of the Holy Spirit to trust and to live for you. Amen. Amen. Let's congratulate everyone who said that prayer. Thank you. Maybe you're watching online and you said that prayer. Please just drop us a little note in the chat. Let us know that you made a decision and our team will reach out to you. If you said that prayer in the room, we'd love to give you a gift. It's a copy of the Gospel of Mark from the Bible and we'd love to give you that. We're going to be exiting today through those side doors. We're all going to go out there just because there's a lot of people coming in for the next service. So our team will be out there and the foyers. We'd love to give you a Bible and also let you know about some of the some of those steps you can take to move forward in your faith. And there's an old saying that says a dog is for life, not just for Christmas. Church is the same. 
Church isn't just something we come to at Christmas or Easter, but this is a community, it's a family where we can do life together because life's not always easy, as, as you know. And as a church, we're committed to broadcasting good news from this platform every week. We speak about the spirit of Christ, of hope and joy and of love. So I'd encourage you to come back for all of us. Come back next Sunday. We have services at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., our final services for 2023. It's New Year's Eve, and we're going to celebrate the goodness of God next Sunday. We would love to see you. And then on the 7th of January, we have services as well at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m. We have a 5 p.m. service. And so we'd love you to come back and celebrate with us and, uh, and help you. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in. If you said yes to Jesus today by saying the salvation prayer, we'd love for you to email connections at soulchurch.com so we can talk to you a little bit more about this incredible decision you just made. And if at any point in the service you felt moved to give towards any of our local or global initiatives, head to soulchurch.com. And don't forget to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at soulchurch.uk. Take care and God bless.